0: So I want to go into John's case, 64-year-old. If you can just present up to the point where, you know, a decision was considered. Okay.
1: A 64-year-old female presented to her internist because of some choking on food when eating. She also had a 20-pound weight loss within the last several months. And on physical exam was noted to have a significant left-sided abdominal mass that she really, she must have been able to felt but she didn't complain about. A CAT scan of the abdomen and pelvis revealed a large left-sided abdominal mass, 21 by 13 by 9 centimeters, with solid and cystic components, could not tell if it was either arising from the stomach or from the pancreas. There was effacement of the greater curvature and the posterior aspect of the stomach with compression of the left kidney. She underwent endoscopy. There was a mass seen primarily submucosal in the posterior wall of the stomach, non-diagnostic. So they went back to get more tissue. And this time, a diagnosis of a CD 117 positive GI stromal tumor was made. And that's when she went to see a surgeon. And then the surgeon referred her to me.
0: Anything else you want to say about her? What type of work she was doing? What kind of condition she was in physically?
1: She's otherwise fine. She had no other comorbidities. I forget what she did in terms of work. She's retired. Any other symptoms other than the weight loss? she said no i mean this mass she said she didn't notice it it's hard to could you see it you could see protrusion and it was very easy to feel
0: when physical exam you know how did it feel where was it and where did it seem to be coming from
1: i mean it was in the left upper quadrant area and i mean just something that i mean was more medial than the spleen was so just something that shouldn't have been there
0: any comments chuck
2: only in that the dysphagia is actually a little bit weird. I mean, I have probably seen 2,000 patients now, and I don't think I've ever actually seen dysphagia. I've seen weight loss. I've seen nonspecific stuff,
3: a lot of bleeding, yeah. but I can't I, remember. I'm not sure. It, it.
1: I think that may be kind of a how red How does herring. she describe
3: Maybe gastric outlet or some I mean, gastric if you, compression. How did she describe I think if you saw it. real dysphagia, it might suggest a familial patient it would be about the only thing that I would think of with dysphagia because the familial... Just patients, I don't know if you've talked about them yet, but these are humans harboring germline mutations in just there's 20 published families and probably another, I would guess, almost as many as 100 families worldwide that have this. They have interstitial cell alcohol hyperplasis along their entire GI tract, and dysphage is a common symptom in that really super rare subgroup. So the entire GI tract is lined with GIST? Pretty much. I mean, that's the idea. We don't know for sure because it's rare to get the entire GI tract. But whenever you get a significant piece of GI tract from these patients, they tend to have multicentric GISTs, all the stuff in between. There's a interstitial cell alcohol hyperplasia. And then in the mouse models, which essentially recapitulate the familial syndrome, we see the same thing. I assume they they should have seen something on
0: endoscopy. Yeah, they didn't see anything in the esophagus. Would they have
3: seen something on endoscopy? I don't think so. I don't think you'd see an ICC. It wouldn't be an endoscopic finding. It would be more of a functional disorder.
0: When she said she had this, you know, trouble swallowing, what exactly, where was
3: it
2: getting stuck, or what did she say? In
0: the esophageal area, that certain
1: solid food she was eating. Actually,
3: that's probably just squished that sphincter wide open. Just choke. So, would you think that's about a bit high up? Usually, when the proliferations you do find them, they're lower right. in the esophagus. Were they pretty
2: convinced this was a gastric primary, or do they think it might be a secondary invasion? They or thought they it
3: them? was likely
1: gastric primary, but they weren't 100% sure. Okay.
2: So, would you be thinking, Chuck? Well, I asked that. I mean, it sounds pretty obvious that this patient should not go directly to surgery, that she is going to need neoadjuvant, a matnub. We raised the question of the site of origin because we sometimes raise the question of exon 9 mutations versus exon 11 mutations. It doesn't actually affect the response rate all that much. It's sort of more of a long-term survival issue, so I wouldn't even be that worried about it. But I think she's going to get a matnub, and I will say though that even this population that is so these people are pretty ill. But as we showed way back in 2000, as soon as they go on the matnub, within about two weeks or so, they feel perfect. They're eating normally. Their weight loss stops. She is somebody I would probably get a PET scan on and make sure that it goes cold, basically, and make sure there aren't any other sites. But I would have no doubt that she should be treated with 400 milligrams of imatinib and not let the surgeon touch her right off the bat. What's the point at which you use neoadjuvant in terms of size and the point at which you go right to surgery? Okay, I know it when I see it. I mean, there's no, as I know of, there are no strongly published guidelines. Again, in this case, you can just tell when it's 21 centimeters it would be a rather heroic surgery. It sounds like maybe it would even involve a whipple, the way you're talking. So this is a pretty no-brainer. The ones that I actually almost always sort of put the surgeon on hold is when they're going to need a total gastrectomy, and with some modest downsizing, they can just be wedged out. Again, I don't think that's the case here anyway, but those are the ones where I really worry about it with the surgeon. So what's the size at which you're just going right to surgery? I'm not even sure it's a size. I mean, it has to do with size, of course, but also location. location? Hmm. Organ involvement. So you want to follow up? Well, she did go to surgery, and... It was a
1: hard call. I don't think there's convincing data that you know there's no randomized data that could say Absolutely that was correct. the right thing. And you know, I said to him, did he think he, looking at the scans, That's could he get it question. all out? And if he said, I'm not sure if he said right. no, I would have done the imatinib. But he felt that he could, and so he did a near total gastrectomy. And it did turn out to be larger than what was on scan. It was 26 <laughs> centimeters but was completely resected with negative margins how did she do
0: with the surgery they
1: did put in a duodenal tube that they never used when she came to me two weeks post-operatively she was having some nausea post-operatively she did have about five to ten more pound weight loss put her on metaclopramide and saw her yesterday and she was feeling better she put some of the weight back on and she gave her a prescription for matinib yesterday